being homeless, kind of semi homeless kind of thing on the bus was uh, it, it was it, it jarred us. It, it, it yeah, it changed uh, the compositions of our brain, <laughs> our brain bit. chemistry. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. It it added a lot of interesting features. Um, mm-hmm. Resilience was one for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Early onset dementia. <clears throat> yeah, being that, another. That's a big one. We also like, you know, we had, we had to get creative. Like we had a, a rat living on the bus for a while. Um, we named him Leonard. He was, he was a big motherfucker. Like he could have been like a possum kind of thing. Yeah, he lived in the yeah. engine block. He did. The Desert Tiger Podcast. Alright, Ambush, and today we are joined by two members of a Vancouver-based pop rock band who just released an undeniably catchy, a groovy, retro-inspired tune entitled Boom Shaka Laka, and of course I'm talking about the group known as The Vitos, they may be known by something else, I'll, I'll let you know, I'll let them get into that, boys, introduce yourselves, what do you do in the band? Dude, I played I played the drums, slap the skins, they say, the wood beater, the butcher. I have many names. What's what's your real name? You know. All right. It's Nolan. Yeah, he's Nolan. I'm uh <laughs> I'm Brett and I uh sing and uh play bass and guitar and uh you know a bunch of other stuff, fire bell, programmer, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, daddy. <laughs> hey, hey, all sorts, all sorts of terms all mixed into one. He is the baddie. He is the daddy with the bass on the stage rocking that fro. And of course, like I mentioned, they got a new single come that is out. It is a boom shakalaka. And of course, to get to this point, my friends, it has to start somewhere. And from what I can see, your last single was released in November uh, 2020. So it's been a little bit of time, almost two years. Yes. between yeah. these tracks so where exactly does the road for boom shakalaka start oh man well yeah it starts right at the uh when we took our uh band tour bus uh we decided to drive it out to toronto and kind of move out there for a while and uh we, we were we were gonna like we were gonna find a place to live but we ended up living in the bus for like seven months so and that got a little insane but uh, and it was during the winter too. I don't know if I experienced the uh, Ontario winter, but it's uh, it's a force to be reckoned with. So, uh, but uh, at that time, our uh, we we had just found this little rehearsal space up in uh, North York, and uh, the the couple that owned it, Bessie and Sebastian, Jam they, Chamber, Jam Chamber, yeah, shout out Jam Chamber, thank you. Uh, <laughs> they would let us. Uh, on the really cold nights, they'd let us like sleep on the bedroom floor and stuff like that. So we actually did most of our writing and like demoing in that bedroom. We would kind of lock ourselves in there. And it was like, for the record, it was like total mafia-run business, like money laundering. It was awesome. You can like, cut it. You can cut this out. Yeah, you, we <laughs> we might get killed for this, but we will. Like, you know, there's like like people coming in with like slick back hair, you know, super skinny sunglasses. They'd like open the door and like see all these teenagers like sleeping on their floor and they, I don't think they knew what to think. They're like, as long as the money's coming in, go ahead. Enjoy. 
Yeah, we're good dudes. Yeah, so Uncle Frank, Uncle Frank, and Uncle, uh, yeah, uh, you know, and Aunt Joan, yeah, yeah, Phil, yeah, exactly. (laughs) So against all odds, we survived, and for for the most part, I think they did too. So I mean, clearly they thought you guys were cool. You passed the test, so obviously, I think they just like the grind. They they really like the grind. Yeah, 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 yeah. They they had respect for that. Yeah, for sure. They understood. They had respect. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Mad respect. Man. Yeah. So, yeah, but yeah, the wow. uh, being homeless, kind of semi-homeless kind of thing on the bus was, uh, it, it was, it, it jarred us. It, it, it yeah, it changed uh, the compositions of our brain. Our brain bit. chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It, it added a lot of interesting features. Um mm-hmm resilience was one for sure mm-hmm. um early onset dementia <clears throat> yeah being another that's a big one we also like you know we had, we had to get creative like we had a, a rat living on the bus for a while um we named him leonard he was, he was a big motherfucker like he could have been like a possum kind of thing yeah he lived in the and engine block he did and so he he lived in there and then you know eventually started kind of getting into our snacks kirk's granola bars kirk's pop cards you know all the processed goods and eventually he started playing guitar for yeah time. for for a little while there he really had the finger picking down but uh so we decided we had to you know it was time for leonard to go so we filled we did like this cabin trick that my parents did where we filled up like a garbage can full of water we put like a clothes hanger across it with a beer can smothered in peanut butter and you know you'd hope that the little guy would go up and fall on in well unfortunately it was so freaking cold that the little bastard just fell onto all the ice that had then frozen down below and then escaped so leonard if you're out there watching this you you beat us ontario, ontario. on us i'm glad he survived i was, yeah, I was I never into the whole uh, you know peanut butter yeah. trick and then he became a vegetarian yeah beyond saved yeah. by ontario uh, winter baby yeah. yeah you know like we said we changed a lot Hey, I mean, I haven't experienced Ontario winter, but I've experienced Saskatchewan winter, and I've lived in a bus for a small period of time myself. Not seven months, so I mean, like, uh, it's uh, the combination of those two things, I can imagine, would uh, leave you with uh, quite a few memories, uh, a few horrors to experience. Oh, man, big time, yeah. yeah. I remember, like, we got to day 150. So we decided to do 150 shots of beer and, you know, like you got to do one every minute kind of thing. Holy shit. By the time we got to 50 each, it was game yeah. over. We, yeah. We, I think we, I think we had to bow out. We had to, yeah. We had to stop. <laughs> yeah. Adds up. It adds up, man. So, I yeah, mean, man. obviously there might be somebody listening who maybe is uh, touring across the nation or living outside of a recording studio that might, potentially be owned by the mafia we don't know um but if if somebody does happen to do this do you have any tips for anyone who's uh living inside of this situation absolutely so if you're in toronto and you you have like you know electrical stuff that you need to plug in if you go i think it's a black creek black creek drive black creek drive there's a community center there that when we first got to toronto this lovely this lovely old gentleman he was like the he was on the irish you know, community committee and stuff and mafia. He, yeah, mafia. Again, mafia. Just kidding. And uh he he was an ex-electrician and this dude in the bottom of the parking lot down there opened up a light pole and he's like, 
know, he's on his back. He's got these tools out and he literally hot wired us plug in like a street, like lamp standard kind of thing. So you just take the little cover yeah, off and bam, there's a little the off. This female end of an extension cord. You can plug your, we can plug our heater and our TV your, your and heater, stuff. Yeah, yeah. toaster oven, whatever you got, man. We had a heated bed going for a while. Mm, yeah. Well, that you did. Yeah. yeah. I sure did. Yeah. <laughs> gassy gas. But, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So if you're ever in Toronto and you need power in the middle of winter, you go to Black Creek Drive Community Center. There is free power. Mm -hmm. Usually no coughs. Yeah. Okay. All right. So if, if you just happen to be in the area and need to mm -hmm. charge a phone, run a TV or a, a heated yeah, bed. Uh, yeah. I'll tell you, man, there's no power at those green peas. No. As soon as you enter the city of Toronto, you are screwed. You're not getting nothing. That is a very specific tip, but yeah. Yes. I, very I agree. Specific, that's that's my tip for hey, surviving I, I, could, could help somebody out. I mean, you yeah, never know. You never know. I hope it will. I hope it <laughs> you will. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, you got to make sure you buy fresh socks every day. You got to throw them out at the end of the day. Get the, get the cheapest crap you can get. Yeah, get those Walmart 20 packs. Just get one a week. Just cycle. Yeah. 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 And baby wipes if yeah. you can't get to a shower. Mega. Yeah. Baby yeah. wipes. Or just... And baby powder. Yeah. And diapers. All baby Ooh. products. <laughs> Breast milk. Everything. Are you, are you guys the reason for the baby powder shortage? Is there one? I think there was. Um, well, not for us because we stockpiled it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so after buying yeah, all of the we baby wipes and the baby powder in Ontario, yeah. you eventually yeah. had the opportunity to record with Danny Craig. So uh, yes. take me behind that experience, my friends. Well, Danny's a giant baby, so along the same theme. He's yeah. um, he's a big baby. We've been with Danny for like since 2014 so yeah eight years eight years now and uh he's <clears throat> he's done kind of all of our professional recordings and all this stuff we've put on apple music spotify and sent to radio and stuff in the past yeah everything that's out yeah. he's he's had a hand in. yeah so he's yeah. he's worked on our songwriting with us he's you know he's shaped the sound and kind of when we came about at this time i think everybody knew that we were going to be doing something a lot different than the past where we, we were going to come at it different, we were gonna have different sound ideas. And then, you know, we, we were getting ready to kind of record this and stuff and get it ready for 2020. But then everything happened out there in Toronto. And uh, it was kind of nice because it gave us an opportunity to just keep demoing. Yeah. So I think we went from like, you know, eight pretty cool demos to writing well over 30, almost 40 for the next batch kind of thing. That's so right. So, I, so yeah. we, we did a bunch of pre-production in Toronto with Danny, where we'd be sending him the demos back and forth and stuff. And we'd start to just kind of shape them a little bit. And then once, once we finally came home later in the year in 2020, that's when we actually met up with them. And we showed him what the band sounds like now on these fresh songs and stuff. And from there, that's when we started to get really ready to bunker down for this album coming out. Yeah. Yeah, Danny. Yeah, no, Danny shaped the sound like way back. We almost like when we it was like a what would Danny do situation. When we were demoing these, we were just like we had like a, a floating Danny like in our minds, just like cut that part. That's there's too much fat on the song. You do that half as long. So we came to him with these really, I think, well produced demos that yeah. like 
we already kind of like did a lot of the like no no like no not to discredit him he's the one he was floating in our brains yeah. but we came to him with like we already we already had a phantom danny uh kind of hovering above us he's he's uh, very much like music. he's very much like john crease from cobra kai like very much he's you know Cigar. like like sensei yeah, and he's yeah. like strike hard strike first strike fast don't bore us get to the chorus not, hooks not afraid yeah. to hit children yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah how old were we 15 when we started oh yeah. yeah yeah you want to know how i got these scars yeah. <laughs> hey i mean t- uh, tough love is important sometimes right oh yeah. yeah man he's not afraid to tell you you suck and that's one of the most important things you can ever hear in this industry and we're not afraid to tell him he's a massive douche <laughs> as long as you guys can be honest with each other that's what's important oh yeah that's, a, that's <laughs> communication a, is key yeah uh, awesome awesome friendship awesome work relationship we got yeah uh, we love him man god yeah. bless him he's he's the fourth he's the fourth member of the vetoes for real absolutely yeah. yeah uh i love it i love it and of course it led to this fantastic new single we've been talking hinting towards it of course, Thanks. let's jump on into it. It's Boom Shakalaka. So, yes, it's this is the the lead off to this new album. What was the thought behind picking this as the uh, lead single? And take us behind uh, what the track means to the Vitos. Oh man, we uh, yeah, it was like we knew like 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 Nolan was saying earlier, like we were definitely on this new trajectory with the new sound and stuff like that. This one definitely kind of covers the whole spectrum of what we're working with on this new record with the, it's a little bit of keyboard. There's a little bit of jazz, a little bit of sensuality and, uh, you know, big riff kind of, uh, you know, shouty chorus and stuff like that. It's based that it's kind of a consistent theme over the record. It was so, definitely like, it was a song that we knew would sound instantly different than anything we'd done in the past kind of thing. Yeah. So I think it was, definitely our idea to go like hey our first impression back is going to be something different we didn't really want to like we didn't want to ease people into a new sound we wanted to just come out and be like yeah just we're switching it up hit them in the face that uh the it was also the first i think probably the first song we wrote for the new record it just kind of felt right you know we really wanted to our whole goal was to keep the mindset that we had when we were writing it during the whole recording process, you know, we came home and rehearsed these songs for like a year before yeah. we even recorded them to get them like two or tight. And then, um, yeah, it just, it just felt right. It just felt right. It was the first song we recorded. It was the first song on the record. Yeah. And uh, we're just like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Kind of, it was also like the first one in, I'd say like the batch that even Danny would be like, all right, so it's a given we're going to record boom shakalaka yeah. unless we can kick it off with something else. Yeah. So that one was definitely the first kind of starting point for that as well. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, everything coming together just felt right. So felt cool to put that one out first in people's ears. For sure. Yeah. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. And it's been out for about two weeks, a little over that now. So of course, yeah. uh, what has the feedback been like to uh, this new sound, kicking it on off with uh, you know, a boom. Yeah. yeah. Uh, man been really lucky it's been really positive um you know everybody still has agreed that this sounds like the band sounds like vetoes you know obviously the same producer behind it too so um there's a lot of familiarity there but um people really dig it they're like yeah this is definitely different still so yeah we're 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 very blessed to have uh had people so accepting 
of a of a new song for what, it, what we, our brand has tended to be in the past. Well, I think people like to see the growth, right? They want to see the unless it's a tuma, they like to see the growth, right? So it's uh, you know, I, I yeah, I, I everyone's like, yeah, you guys are sounding more mature. I'm like, well it's about fucking time honestly <laughs> you know we've done nothing but pretended to sound mature yeah exactly and now yeah. it's like you know like i don't know it feels like the lyrics are coming from a more like genuine place and like it's all kind of finally coming together where we're like we're we're all kind of looking at each other going like this is what we were trying to do the whole time we've been together yeah. for 11 years it's like now we're finally doing what we were trying to do the whole time which is a good feeling man and i think that i think that reads i think people you know, long time listeners of the band are uh, they're they're getting that vibe too, which is cool. Well, I mean, if the band's eleven, it's just hitting puberty, right? So it's about uh, time. Wow. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> just hang on a second. You might go to prison. You should see the carpet <laughs> <laughs> coming in. Yeah. 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 That's why I have this mustache now. Yeah. It's good. Oh my goodness! Yeah. The caterpillar first... is the yeah, yeah. big hungry say. caterpillar. Oh yeah, as, as they say, and of course, this song is uh, giving you some pretty good opportunities already to, uh, you know, even be able to go on reality TV to go on a show such as prestigious's. So Let's you go. think you don't suck? So yes. Take us behind the music video for Boom Shakalaka, my friends. Oh man. Oh well, man. It's like it's funny. Boom went through like about three different video treatments before we came to this one, where. We went out like two and a half months before the shoot, went out for dinner with Dave, our director, photographer, the other half of Rock is Dead Records. And we chatted about it. Okay, we got to come out strong. And like the vetoes in general, like with all of our music videos, we've always taken them very, very seriously, but also not too seriously because we're we like to be very comedic and stuff. But we like to always create kind of a universe and stuff around all, all of our things. So we like all the characters, you know, transition from music video to music video and we kind of you know it's like an album cycle it's all kind of in the same world it's very meta so with this one in, involved we originally started it with this idea of like a, a restaurant thing going down so we, we went into that and then it didn't end up working out then we we had to rewrite it really quick and we thought about filming it in the back of like a fedex truck kind of thing while it's rolling around and everything's going flying and so we're we're basically we're on our way to a meeting finally to go over that new concept and for whatever reason i probably had a couple too much beer still flowing through my system from the night before but shouldn't have been driving shouldn't have been driving for sure and uh i yeah i just had this like hilarious stupid idea where i was like what if we were the judges of our own reality show and we could just roast each other like roast ourselves like you know i i would rather be the first person to beat myself to a jab than anyone else so we're, we're gonna go for that and uh well, yeah, it, it makes so much sense. I don't know what, like, why it occurred to him, but like, it's it makes so much sense because the song itself is like it's me kind of roasting myself, like the whole chorus. The it's like it's me going out with all this swagger, oh, boom, shakalaka, but it's like, but it's, I'm saying I'm a piece of shit. I hate myself. It's like it's this. It's got this this uh, very you know, meta. Yeah, it's very meta. So it's just like it it comes full circle with the music video where we're all picking on each other. And, uh, it's it's yeah, you know, it's it just it just felt right. It came together so quick. Yeah, Dave was like all over it. He's like he knew exactly how to do it. Yeah, and uh, we rented the. We rented the hall um, yeah. in our neighborhood in Brookswood, Langley, BC. And uh, that's where we played like 
we played the album release show for our very first like like crappy little record way back in 2012 uh, when we were yeah. in high school and it, it felt it felt that also felt very full circle and meta it was it was cool that particular show we literally played really honestly just to piss a few of my family members off that truly thought that the world was going to end on December 21st, 2012, according to the Mayan calendar. Yeah. So we were like, yeah, well, I guess, I guess we're not all going to hold hands in a circle together. We better uh, go play a rock show. Yeah. Come, come to our crappy yeah. little, really way, way too loud rock show. Yeah, exactly. The, the fire alarms are going off. off oh yeah. yeah. It was a great <laughs> show. Actually, we, we did pretty good. We got a lot of, a lot of middle schoolers out for that one. It's fun. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of middle, middle squirrels got way too drunk. Man. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Good old alley beers. Yeah. yeah. Yes, daddy. Exactly. <laughs> Been there. Slippery. Been there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A lot of, lot of broken fireballs, bottles on the ground after. <laughs> That's actually exclusively what we drink. We're really trying to go for a fireball sponsorship. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Good for the, great for the boys. Right. Good for singing. Man. I feel like Fireball or Palm Bay, like you know, I, I feel like those two don't, just don't sponsor enough bands lately. Palm Bay would be hilarious. I'd take it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why not? Sure. Right. Hell I yeah. mean, just to have a commercial of you gargling some Palm Bay before you go on stage and <gasps> rock. Yeah, we used to play Palm Bay Pong, but but we didn't right. have a we didn't have a ping pong ball, so we used marshmallows. <laughs> right. <laughs> And they'd expand, and then you'd have to slice the marshmallow with a butter knife. And then they, but then they'd yeah. hit the floor, and it'd be a wet marshmallow. So it's like, and it's carpet, so it's like collecting. All, it's so gross, man. Like again, we're fifteen. This is all. Sorry, this, I'm just, I'm just this, going back. This is in also time. around the time that we used to smoke nutmeg. We so. did smoke the nutmeg. You ever see the show Mansers? Yes. Yeah, there was one episode where they're like, "What non-drug can get you high?" And there's like, "Well, nutmeg." can get you high if you do if you do enough so we rolled nutmeg joints and i as, as to my recollection i don't think we had any rolling papers so we actually used extra gum wrappers that's right like right. bubble mint gum wrappers huh. <laughs> rolled nutmeg into them and we had like six of these things we tried to get high off of them and watch foo fighters live at wembley on dvd Right. and uh we're like dude i think i'm feeling it man <laughs> no that's just the power of music what we were feeling man. was the lung cancer yeah. setting it immediately yeah, yeah. no exactly. they said they said you have to smoke enough we just haven't smoked yeah, enough yet man yeah. <laughs> you have to get through the bag man i'm almost out of nutmeg does your mom have any <laughs> dude we literally like i think a few or one time we went to safeway at like 12 30 at night because there was no way of getting any weed. So we're like, well, we to better, we better, yeah, because he had run out already. <laughs> get so the nutmeg, we baby. really got on our bikes. We were so stoked. We we're like flying through the spice section. We're like, aha. <laughs> and I don't think a cashier has ever seen two teenagers so stoked to buy spice in their entire life. <laughs> I mean, they're just, they're really excited to make some food exactly. at one o'clock in the morning, man. They yeah. just love eggnog. They yes. really do. Yeah. <laughs> Fire Nog. That's what we like. Uh, Fire Nog, baby. Yes, sir. It's coming back, man. It's not long. Let's go. Uh, they're going to get those Nog back on the shelves. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. I've already seen it. I've already seen it. Oh, yeah. Oh, let's. Okay. Superstore. Right. Literally, like yesterday, I was there and it was on the shelves. 
All right, let's go. Let's get the grossest drunk you could possibly get. Let's do it. Let's go. Do you you water your eggnog down with milk or do you just go straight whenever you drink it? Uh, Usually just straight. Straight? Nice. Who's watering it down with milk? Psychopaths. It's like, it's like, it's like, you know, it's like black coffee. Like, you want to add some milk to it. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. So, of course, this boom is our leadoff into an upcoming album. So, of course, what can you tell us about this upcoming project, my friends? Well, it's called Right in the Kisser. And that's probably attributed to our affinity for wanting to punch each other in the face all the time. Yeah. So, it's yeah, happened. it's it's happened on a, on a few occasions. But I'll let it live. We'll get like each of us, like we'll, one of us will punch the other and we'll just be like, we won't even be offended. We'll just be like, man. You've been working on your left hook. Yeah, yeah I have. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hell yeah. I was just like, yeah. Did you get your knuckles done? Yeah, actually, matter of fact, yeah, I got some implants in there. Yeah, knuckle not, implants. Yeah, they're not bad. Knuckles Muldoon. So, yeah, right in the kisser. That's, uh, that was the name, the chosen name for the project. And uh, mm. that's going to be coming out here uh, sometime in March. Well, the vinyl's coming out in March. The okay. official release digital for the record is February 17th. Yeah. You heard it here first. This is the first time we're acknowledging it because we just right. found out like two days ago. We just we just got our test pressing for the vinyl. Yeah. And he doesn't have a player yet, so we're listening to it in my kitchen. And that was a really cool, actually a really fucking cool moment. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like, it's kind of what you, you've always kind of dreamed of. It's just like seeing you, like even just looking at it, you know, and seeing the grooves, you're like, that's our song, man. It's cutting cut right into the wax brett, brett took a nice bubble bath after that. oh i did i oh lit the candles and, yeah. uh, you know got got out the old hitachi wand and fucking went to town yeah i know this, yeah, no. this is a moment I, it was man i made a whole, a whole candles night. everywhere yes with rose petals you name it the epsom uh, salts I, yeah i do cool. love myself yeah well, there were some some sort of bath salts involved. <laughs> He'll never do that for a date, by the way. No, fuck no. McDonald's are bust. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta set the bar. Exactly. Gotta exactly. set the bar. Okay. So you, you can come start, sailing yeah. right over it later on. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Ladies, I'm single. Come. <laughs> when you go to Eastside Mario's afterwards, whoo, whoo, that free bread's gonna look like, ooh. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's like a third date. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say, like, yeah. ooh, yeah. hit the hit the brakes there, pal. Oh, slow down, Mario, slow let's, down. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they have servers there. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Go to maybe oh. Denny's, maybe Denny's on a third day. <laughs> yeah. Eastside Mario's yeah. is anniversary material. <laughs> what is up, Denny's? <laughs> Oh my goodness! I have had so much fun diving behind Zoom, my friends. Oh my goodness! So I've got one last question for you, my boys. What is something that you're grateful for inside of life? Nice Thanksgiving timed theme. I like this. Yeah, man. Grateful for in life. Well, I mean, I don't want to be generic, but like my health, definitely. Like, I think we're. we definitely take some liberties with that over the years with the, uh, the ciggies and the constant boozing and stuff 150 like that. shots and, of beer. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dude, I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm just happy to, uh, I'm grateful for, 
for every little gift that life gives me. I'm, I'm grateful my car still runs. <laughs> it, it doesn't want to anymore, but uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's all about grateful for every little thing, you know, every little thing. It's going to be all right. Oh yeah. What about you there, daddy? You've had some time to mull it over. Yeah, no, I'm grateful. I got the opportunity to, you know, to play in a band and be able to go to drum lessons as a kid and, you know, want to be a, want to be someone that could play stages i got to go to a high school that had a hell of a music program the most incredible music teacher ever mr thompson and yeah mr t um, shout out we got to go like at an early age we got to go to you know on tour down to the jazz festivals in the states and you know we'd go up to 100 mile house and then all of a sudden in grade 12 we, the vetoes formed and we went down to la then and you know we were kids with freaking p2 work permits and it's just almost like, you know, everything is worked out. We've had every opportunity yeah. we, could, we could want. We, we always get the opportunity to play in front of awesome, you know, folks and do cool showcases and grateful for any person that shows up to watch us play live. Like dreaming that up years ago that we could play in a random city in Canada. There'd be even one person coming out that knows a song would just be unfathomable to how do you get there at that point? So yeah, man, it's uh, still a hell of a grind ahead, but man, just the, the little wins that we've had so far have been so, so awesome. Grateful for you, man. Hey, hey and I'm grateful. I'm grateful for you, gentlemen, Mr. Brett and Mr. You, Nolan brother. for taking the time to join us here on the DTP to talk a little boom, to talk a little <laughs> bit of a uh, right in the kisser. And of yeah, course, yeah. For those listening, go out, stream this new song, check out the music video, follow the vetoes so you can keep up with some amazing comedy, as well as when that new album comes out on streaming services, as well as vinyl. Once again, gentlemen, thank you so very much. Thank you, dude. Thanks a lot, brother. Fucking been a slice, man. The Desert Tiger Podcast. Ambush, or should I say boom, because that was a blast. Thank you so much to Nolan and Brett from The Vitos for taking the time to join us here on the show to dive behind that new track, Boom Shakalaka. You can find it on your favorite music streaming service. I, I hope you like what you hear. I'm actually pretty confident you're going to like what you hear. It's a friggin' banger. Um, and I also hope that you enjoyed what you heard here today on the DTP. I hope that you enjoyed it enough that you decide to maybe subscribe to the show if you haven't already. Maybe you like it enough that you want to go ahead and share today's interview. That would make me happy. But what would make me ecstatic is if you chose to also tag the DTP, the Vitos, as well as me, the Colton G., that's where you're going to find me on your favorite social media platform. That's where you're going to find the podcast as well. Go ahead. Connect with us. Let me know what your favorite part about the show is. I want to hear from you. You can also go ahead and check out our web store. It is www.deserttiger.shop. That's where you go to copy yourself something to represent the show everywhere your wonderful face goes. Now, we leave you with this. Go out. Find your roar, my friends, for you are mighty tigers. And you are capable of such incredible things. 
never forget this fact. Go out into the world, make it your own, seize your destiny, and until next time, ambush. Bye-bye.